Pops in a pod. Pops in a pod. Hey everyone, Peter Pop here, and this is Nader Pop. Now you know we've got a great guest lineup for this episode, so we're cutting the chase on this introduction of sorts, and let's get into the guest introduction because honestly, this is going to take a bit. So we're joined by Anuj Gurwara, who's a multi-hyphenate, and hold on the thought for why I said multi-hyphenate because we had got another multi-hyphenate. uh a couple of months ago but he is a radio jockey playback singer master of ceremonies actor voice over actor podcaster anuj did i miss out on anything be honest <laughs> no no thank you thank you you're very kind i'm happy to be popping here on pops in a pod and uh, lovely to be here finally thank you so much thank you Yeah, I'm just a traveling circus. I like to put that in in, in one line. So, <laughs> but I think out of all the professions that Peter spoke about, I think we mm. are here to talk to you about what you manage. I I I don't know how to even put that. It's it's you run a school, right? By the <laughs> by the thoughts of it, <laughs> yes. which, which does not yes. connect to any of the things that Peter said. So we are like, oh wow, where did that come from, right? Well, in 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 a sense, let's let's look at it this way: academics and and education gave up on me a long time ago. <laughs> so I went out, so I went out into the into the world with my many hats, and then went around to get exposure from all over the world in various fields. And then I am able to distill all of it back into the school that my parents run, and uh, bring wow. that experience uh, to the kids and give them. a little bit of everything from around the world so yeah. uh, i think I, i i put it that way you know i'm bringing it all back and hoping that uh, my experience helps them so it's so strange right because anuj when we connected first last year was when i was working uh, last year in a role with regards to podcast and we yes. were talking about uh, you know podcasting and stuff like that and then yeah. as we kept talking you kept introducing the different things that you've done and i'm like Okay, okay, and then when you finally threw this about the school, I was just like, "Wow, this yeah. is like really fascinating because it is completely unrelated." But I have to quickly close the loop on what I said about multi-hyphenate because uh, you were actually mentioned on an episode not too long ago where a friend mm. of yours, Carrie Edwards, was on yes. the podcast, and you had introduced yes. us so kindly. So we had a great chat with him, and uh, I thought, you know. Now that Anuj listens to the podcast and kind of gets it, we're going to talk to you about schools, and I think absolutely that's not just something that Nader and I have deeply got involved in the last couple of years, but it's mm. also that most of our listeners, right? Like you cannot get away. I mean, we live in India; you cannot get away with uh, yep. having to deal with schools. But before yep. we get into all of that conversation, I want to touch upon something very interesting about you: is that you actually. studied in the same school that you're currently kind of running also which is the Sherwood Public School right and yes tell me how did that full circle kind of happen i mean if i'm not mistaken uh, were you is <laughs> student number 1 the first yes, enrolled i i was admission number 1 of the school that my father started back in 1984 and uh, i have an elder brother he's 6 years older he's 5 and a half years older but uh, so my dad and mom worked in some of the the finest public schools across the country whether it was st paul's darjeeling uh, there was sherwood college nainital delhi college indore and they they love education as 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 a purpose in life so by the time uh, they were ready to start their own school my brother had already you know studied through his his early years in school quite a bit and he was always older than the oldest class so he actually never studied in in you know our own school he was always outside as for me by the time i was ready to start school my dad was in a position to start his own school and he said ek bete ka to gadbad ho gaya isko nahi karte <laughs> so <laughs> so i became admission number 1 and i have a very i i do not know another person in my network distant network as well who has been 
homeschooled or schooled at home the way i have been i know there are a lot of kids who are homeschooled uh, but i have a very interesting story that we were in uh, in sikandrabad in hyderabad the, the twin cities of hyderabad and sikandrabad so in sikandrabad i we were living in an independent house with a yard running all around the house it was a two bedroom independent house and in the entire yard the on both the sides the garage the the parking garage and the backyard dad had constructed classrooms and wow. we were living right in the center of it so every morning i would wake up and get ready have my breakfast uh, and then put on my bag and then go to the front door open the door put one step out and i'd be in school <laughs> and uh, the moment all the kids would you know at the end of the day the, the bell would ring they would all head to the gate of the of the compound and they would exit onto the road to go back to their respective homes and i would turn to this main door of the house open the door put one step in and i was back home so for many years i lived right in the center of school and that's how i have grown up so i literally lived in school or you know <laughs> that's been my entire schooling experience so i didn't have a home to go to because i lived right there it was not not even a hostel but yeah my dad and mom from principal and headmistress became mom and dad after school hours wow. so there was no way to hide <laughs> i i can't even begin to imagine the kind of uh alter ego you must yeah. have gone through from yeah. your childhood right like you I, i think that's where my schizophrenia began all these <laughs> multi hyphenate is a very polite word for multiple personality order i mean i don't say this order but but it's all of that i think probably yeah. the duality of life has always been with me no but it's it's very interesting the way you put it that you um you know you grew up in a school and then you went home right yeah, yeah. so that yeah. that's very exciting because you know we were reading about your uh you know the the other school heritage valley and that's mm-hmm. like a 20 acre campus and yes. the way you started off saying that there was a house and then your dad you know began constructing this school around your house yes uh, and then obviously you guys graduated to like a 20 acre uh, space now mm-hmm. uh, if i had to put that in perspective um i i went to school in bombay and we had the the biggest ground right we had so much space Uh, yeah. so i completely connect with yep. with your with your school and 20 acres i get it uh, but today the school that my daughter goes to is in a residential building mm. which is four floors mm. of which the ground floor and the first floor i think it's a mezzanine floor is her school that's it so you yeah. step out of the building and there's a highway right yeah. with a flyover yeah. and if you step out as in behind the back gate and it's mm. more residential building right <laughs> and it's it's just it's absolutely nuts that we've but we, i mean people who kind of live in mumbai are sort of used to that because of the space constraints yes. but yes. what are what i'm coming to is the what are some of the challenge of running you know um, such a massive school right i mean space is a luxury these days um can i also take a wild guess and 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 ask if your daughter's school has a board outside called international school whatever xyz international <laughs> school chances are it's called international school yeah. <laughs> oh i've lived for many years in bombay and i enjoy living uh, in the space that hyderabad offers me now you know when i came back um i think the challenges of of living in a, in in bombay and educating kids in a school in bombay are far greater because your child's imagination also needs physical space to breathe um a child needs to be able to run and you know look at look at any of the older schools of bombay um the colleges or the schools before the 90s uh, or the ones that were built you know a century ago or even 50 years ago they all had the luxury of space and it was all up until a point it, it they, they continued to thrive until business profits took over educational societies um and you know when you talk about heritage valley that's a 20 acre school that we have which we started about 17 years ago but the original school that's shevot public school where i grew up and that was the first school that we started that's about 38 years ago that even now in the so it so when we were, when we used to live in that independent house we 
uh, 84 is when the school opened and 91 my father shifted the school to an open plot of four and a half acres out of which one and a half acres was only a playground and this is in 91 and at that point of time out of let's say about 500 odd admissions that we had in school students that we had in school a hundred parents took their kids out because that school was 30 minutes away on what wow. today yeah i mean it is a highway it's the hyderabad nagpur highway and at that point of time it was in the middle of nowhere yeah there was nothing there and dad said this is going to be an open space where kids can play they can because they were confined in classrooms and in what was in was was the outer of an independent house and he wanted them to run and fly and uh, in that four and a half acre campus we still continue that school there and 91 to 2022 over three decades later we are the only open space for a good few kilometers uh in that area and we have not so there are a lot of people who come to us and say you have so much space why don't you build classrooms because then you can monetize them more you can add more students to your campus you can add more sections you can stuff children in and price and charge per head and make tons of money but what point is all of that if the kid can't even learn you know to to run and and, and imagine and breathe under an under open uh, sky Uh, so that's what education is it's not in textbooks education is outside the classroom education is in the social interactions that kids can have education is in falling on the on the grass on the playground and learning to get up again education is in that in the march pass that you can do on the annual day and then academics comes in academics and education shouldn't be mixed together uh, i think that's the biggest challenge that we're facing today we're stuffing kids in classrooms and telling them to memorize things and vomit it out on answer sheets and expecting them to go rule the world tomorrow no i mean that's so poetic what you're putting in there right i mean because what you're describing is like an ideal scenario and i'm just trying to think is that why wasn't i like studying in hyderabad and why did i study in bombay i mean no knock on the school yeah, that i went yeah. to right but yeah. i i totally get what you're talking about because it's not difficult and it doesn't require a balance sheet it requires intention we are not a high end school we are not the school that charges a large fees we're very affordable compared to but the idea was to make good education accessible to a, 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 you know all uh, walks of uh, all, all people all kinds of people that's the idea and it's the child's right at the end of the yeah, day yeah no no definitely and i mean you know one of the things that when nadar and i did uh, an episode a couple of years ago right was very coincidental i would say was the nep uh the national education the national policy education yeah. uh that came out uh, a couple of years ago and like i have to be honest right like it sounded exactly like what you're talking about the focus should be on actual learning the focus yes. should be on this grassroots and then like some of the things that you saw they were like 20 year plans you're like wow uh and things like that but and this there's two parts to uh, this question really that i want to ask you is one mm-hmm. is how different is implementing the nep to what currently is being done uh, in the schools that you're at right and i'm clubbing it together in when it comes to both uh, heritage valley and sherwood public mm. Mm. Uh, mm. so how different will it be to kind of adapt what the current approaches to the nep and right. second being how what's the ground reality for schools right like you know with a lot of public policy it's great on paper but yeah. implementing it station it and i can like give a simple example uh before i give you the mic ready is mm-hmm. technology right i think that's been mm-hmm. one of the tough aspects for uh the schools like while you want technology enabled classrooms but what's the ground reality for those classrooms right like do yeah. they have like you know running electricity and things like that to have enable that technology and i'm talking in general of course but uh, yeah, yeah, i'd, I'd love yeah. for you to know uh, to know from you the actual realities in there um see the, the national education policy again i'm not an i'm not an academic i'm not an educationist by qualification it is by 
uh, interest and of course by lineage i've got you know i come from educational families on both sides of of uh, my family but uh, from my experience i have uh, the national education policy is a great idea on paper like you said it should be implemented either this year or next year because covid delayed a lot of things so it was yeah. proposed in 2020 it is still a work in progress but it is a wonderful upgrade a very wonderful intended upgrade for government schools for anganwadis for preschools for uh, schools that are run in towns and and villages and and you know uh, for a large part of the population i think if i'm not wrong 60 70% of india's kids are in government schools right and we know the generic meaning that government schools school the term government school has amongst us urban crowd it's almost derogatory right but now states are doing a lot of work to upgrade the government school facilities so that those children as well are able to get a wholesome educational experience and not just a certificate at the end of the year and they're making them ready for global competition we're preparing kids for a future that we have no idea about you know so 20 years from now these kids are going to grow up and get into colleges and and want to get into scholarships we see so many pre- uh, children from marginalized communities now getting scholarships and going abroad and you know doing so much work there so the nep is a great step in terms of the amount of educational research that has been done in best practices from around the world or even clubbing western education practices with ancient indian or gurukul systems that we used to have because our traditional indian systems uh were extremely detailed in their fundamentals of the world around us uh whether it was chemistry whether it was biology math and somewhere when the british rule came in obviously the system got replaced and Uh, the traditional school education system that we have we always say that you know angrez chale chhod chale gaye apna syllabus chhod gaye you know it was basically <laughs> that so their syllabus was designed with a specific purpose of creating workforce to service the empire because the british ruled the entire planet and if you studied in a in a british run school in africa or you studied in a british run school in in asia or in south america the education you got was uniform to create a specific cadre or a category of labor that would service the empire by way of engineers and uh, you know craftsmen or tradesmen or um, soldiers or all of that yeah. so they were given just enough education so the queen could live in peace <laughs> now that you know the, they've gifted us and the and the entire world are the record number of independence days that we thank the british for we need to go back to our roots and see what suits us we often talk about okay i'll i'll give you an analogy we often talk about diets about how we google diets and people say uh, this is what the americans have been researching and studying so we should follow that what suits us as indians as locals with our local produce with our local with the genetics that we have as indians it applies to fashion it applies to clothing it applies to living way of life and it applies to education because education that comes from the land and benefits the land and then how that merges or joins hands with western best best practices and enables kids to compete with the best of the best on the in the world tomorrow So there are a lot of good steps. I don't want to go into detail of the NEP, but there is a lot more focus on uh, giving the child a lot more options in terms of the subjects that they can follow. They can have mixed subjects. We were all thrust into uh, science, commerce, humanities, science, commerce, arts, and that got us generic. If science कर रहे हो तो बहुत intelligent हो, commerce कर रहे हो तो mid level intelligent हो, fail हो गए तो arts कर लो. That was the whole thing. <laughs> but now you can do arts and botany if you want to. you can yeah. choose to study economics and quantum physics if you want to because we are preparing kids for a future where they will where even now they are able to invent an entire career they don't have to depend on anybody else for a job even today they can start right now and create a career of their choosing their own imagination we're preparing them for jobs that don't exist today and it's a great step The, sorry the the challenge comes with implementation as you said yeah you you brought up subjects you brought up the whole you know thanks for that history bit because yeah, yeah. A, not not too many people understand that what the brits did and changed so many systems including our schooling system what is your view on 
vernacular languages in the schooling system right my view is again i'm not a historian so i will not come with you know historical practices but as a communicator uh as somebody who has spent you know over a couple of decades in the um, still learning the art of public speaking i believe that indians have a great way of learning languages from around the world we are far more proficient because of the roots of our languages uh whether it is sanskrit or tamil or you know the languages that we speak they enable the the strongest muscle in our body the tongue to be able to twist and turn and adapt itself to the sounds and the vowels and the consonants of languages from around the world we even if we have our own accent we're still able to speak in many tongues our education system our cultural practices make our brains sharper because we speak indians are we don't speak just one language we speak a minimum of two languages every single indian yeah. and the more languages you speak the more your brain is being sharpened and the more your brain is being sharpened you can acquire more skills you can acquire more knowledge you can learn a lot more because your brain is a lot more adaptable that way so those are things that are our strengths and i think vernacular the turn to vernacular is a great move in order to of course understand our history our culture not just in terms of religious or you know sociological uh, points but also cultural the foods we eat the names yeah. we have for what we do why we do how we live what we wear um, you know nani ke jo nuske dadi ma ke nuske jo hum bolte the all yeah. that covers under vernacular because our culture has been transferred word to mouth Uh, um you know uh, from verbally orally over generations the challenge comes in is because we are such a migrant population in the entire country is that when you make it mandatory it's not mandatory it is optional but unfortunately it there will be a shift towards mandatory because yeah. we are going on a hyper nationalistic mode right now True. so when there is a class 4 kid whose father is in the army and uh, or, or the mother is an air force pilot or you know they are they shift to another city and the kid has been in kerala for for you know the first 6 years of his life and has to suddenly shift to let's say assam and assam says we are going to teach in assamese and you have to cope up so that becomes the challenge because of the amount of migration we have just within the country so those things need to be ironed out and i think it's a work in progress i think it's going to take a long time because we need to understand who we are as the idea of india the idea of india is mixed it is vast it is so so incredibly heterogeneous that one rule one nation one rule doesn't work yeah yeah every yeah. single law every single policy has to be translated and customized as per the hundreds of thousands of languages and dialects that we have and the cultural practices that we have so it's going to be a work in progress there will be some collateral damage as we go but i think it's a step in the right direction okay so, now i have to kind of add some context to this right i mean one of the regrets i have especially in work and day to day life is i was taught marathi which is like in bombay primarily used mm. or even hindi right but marathi more because i worked in a couple of companies where a lot of people spoke marathi i was taught it the rote way right i was taught to memorize mm. and all of that i wasn't taught conversational so yeah. while i did learn and i spent about 6 8 years learning marathi but when it yeah. ca- came to speaking i wasn't sure how to speak and again yeah. when you live in bombay the marathi you speak is very different from what you speak very different. in in yeah. other parts i mean you lived in bombay yeah. right so you know what i'm talking yeah. about so yeah with the language thing i think if if the lens is used more as a communication tool and an empowerment tool more than like you know you need to get 99 on 100 but uh, as that's a cultural <laughs> awareness tool language can be used as a cultural awareness tool and not a mandatory communication medium uh, that would bring about a lot more understanding our kids now uh, your kids now speak <laughs> <laughs> hey you, you you run the school all of them are your kids huh? <laughs> i have i have 1500 kids right now, but i'm the biggest one but uh, you know they they are largely whether you like it or not our kids are growing up in an english world yeah and you know why social media is in english 
मोबाइल फोन आर इन इंग्लिश बाई डिफॉल्ट अनलेस यू चूज टू चेंज इट टू अ सर्टन लैंग्वेज योर चैनल ऑन योर टेलीविजन द मेन्यू इज इन इंग्लिश your manuals are in english and because of legalities they add all those papers of 24 25 different languages the instructions on your microwave are in english forget that even when you go on the highway the instruction yeah. on the road which says yeah bus lane yes. or truck lane yes. is written in english and i'm exactly. like which poor sod coming from bihar or up who's driving a truck or a bus would be able yeah. to read that No, they know that. They understand that because of symbols. They might not speak the language, yeah. but they know the symbols. And Symbol, of course, they, the the graphical yeah, representation exactly. of graphical, what a bus sounds like. What is language? It is marks on a paper that we have given meaning to. Exactly. <laughs> It's just that it is just ink marks on paper in a particular pattern. That's all it is. Nothing beyond that. Let's not give it social, religious, political, um, you know, implementations or. it's just marks on a paper so we're growing up in an official english world yeah. and vernacular un- unless you... Un- unless you go to a monoculture country like a japan or a yeah. china or a south korea where yeah. all instructions are in their own language no, and that's probably why i i went to japan i, I it's i would move to japan tomorrow if i had sustainable income I'm there whenever you go tell me i'll come with you yeah but, but that's a different podcast we'll do that but <laughs> the, the, and and it's it'll really be pops in a pod because those are the hotels there <laughs> <laughs> you know? so but japan also being a non japanese uh, speaker i could navigate completely because everything also has an english uh, signboard to it of course and it's done in a beautiful way that you don't have to ask questions because the japanese don't want to talk to you they too they they too within themselves and they like yeah, please yeah. don't talk to me please don't you know <laughs> japanese japanese people are my spirit animals like keep on distance wear a mask <laughs> so english is the official language of the world and that's the language kids are growing up in but to understand where they come from and why they live the life they do the vernacular is slightly important and if they choose they could go further in understanding it but that's a choice that should be left to them you know anuj we kind of tackled the education bit but you know nader and i always talk about holistic learning right and one mm. of the things is that while there's the academics there you also got extracurricular sports and stuff like that mm. Mm. now i'm going to just very mildly term nader and me millennial parents right where we still like geriatric millennials i don't know if that's a term but uh, <laughs> one of the things i notice is that there's this whole thing of getting your kids and i'm talking like from personal experience my son is 5 and some of his classmates are doing weekend classes post school classes yeah. Yeah. and i'm just trying to get my son to do the basics so w- what's your experience like with just like you know There's one aspect where you know you have the parents who are focusing only on the sports or only on the academics, and then you have parents who are trying to like get their kids to do everything. Mm. And as someone who's like on the other end from the school end, what what's your experience like? What's you've noticed among students? There has been definitely a shift in thinking mm. uh, because the parents now are younger; they are. our generation right yeah. and they have a wider exposure to the world than our parents did so there is definitely a shift in thinking not necessarily a shift in the levels of patience and mm. uh, and the amount of pressure that they put their kids through we have all gone through our pressure i mean i didn't but i know uh, my friends everybody because they were like do anything in you like as long as it is engineering Yeah, yeah you know that's what parents say jo karna hai karo as long as it is engineering medicine sab chalega so we went to tuitions we went to tutorial you know tuitions ke baad pe tutorial classes aa gaye coaching institutes shuru ho gaye the 90s mein that was a big thing 2000s yeah, yeah. whatever uh then edtech stole slowly started coming in a lot of the online platforms began learning and then covid to it just boomed completely it did blew up 
what's happened is parents have discovered more and more avenues of putting pressure on children apart from tuitions and tutorials because the generational uh, tradition of india has been that i am a parent and i will realize my unfulfilled dream through this offspring that i have created ye mera haq hai to this shift needs to happen this change in thought needs to happen as much as we are open you talk to anybody on the street right now a millennial parent they will tell you ha ha we should let the kids breathe and we should let them play and let them be but ghar se jab school aata hai na bachcha he gets about half an hour to change and then freshen up and then immediately get on to either an app or there is a tuition or there is somebody in the apartment complex itself who takes extra classes because wo bachche ko thoda sa aur marks aa jayega मार्क्स आ जाएगा तो कॉलेज अच्छे स्कूल में और जाएगा हाई स्कूल में हाई स्कूल में अच्छा मार्क्स आएगा तो कॉलेज में जाएगा कॉलेज में जाएगा तो जॉब अच्छा लगेगा जॉब अच्छा लगेगा तो उसकी शादी अच्छी होगी शादी अच्छी होगी अच्छे लेवल पे होगी तो डौरी मिलेगा ये अब भी हो रहा है एंड नाउ इट इज शिफ्टेड टू अब्रॉड ये अब्रॉड जाएगा विच इज फाइन सी ऑल दीज एक्सपेक्टेशन आर फाइन बट इन ऑल ऑफ दिस बच्चे का कंसेंट इज ऑल्सो थिंग यार उसको क्या पढ़ना है उसको किसमें खुशी मिलता है वो तो पूछो ना आस्क हिम इफ ही वॉन्ट्स टू डू एन एक्स्ट्रा आर ऑफ अ पेंटिंग क्लास राधर देन गो टू अनादर फिजिक्स क्लास यार योर किड ठीक है टेंथ में मार्क्स आर इंपॉर्टेंट आर नॉट सही मार्क्स आर नॉट इंपॉर्टेंट वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट बट देर आर शॉर्ट टर्म गोल्स एंड देर आर लॉन्ग टर्म गोल्स वी आर स्टिल लुक एट द कॉलेज कट ऑफ दैट आर हैपनिंग नाइनटी नाइन पॉइंट क्या होता है यार what is that the amount of pressure that kids are already under because it's not just academic pressure it's pressure of validation yeah kids are a lot more under pressure at a earlier age today because they are exposed to it's the brain human brain is not hand, is designed to handle so much of an information overdose you don't have a choice in the information that you're getting today everyone's living a filtered life so the kid yeah. is only seeing that everybody else is doing better than me at everything you know anuj it's the- amazing that you brought up this because just yeah. last night peter and i were talking about that it's crazy right that today yeah. uh, even a 95 is less yeah like and- your, your question how did you get 95 sharma ji ka beta to kar 99 yaar the sharma ji ka sharma ji has spoiled everybody na yaar <laughs> <laughs> मुझे का बेटा एंड बेटी एंड बेटी 95 लेस क्यों लगता है क्योंकि जब सचिन 99 पे आउट होता है ना हम गाली देते हैं जब 100 मारता है तब हम उसको यू नो वी 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 कंग्रेचुलेट हिम व्हाई व्हाई इज 100 सच अ थिंग व्हाई इज 99 सच अ थिंग व्हाई इज इंट इट अ थिंग दैट माय चाइल्ड ओके दिस इज समथिंग दैट वी हैव बीन बैटलिंग एज अ स्कूल because we don't advertise ki hamare boards mein itne marks aaye itne marks aaye you open wow. the newspaper at result season and you will see all those coaching institutes yeah, you know, putting passport photos of those children here's the thing if a child has been securing 90% throughout his schooling or her schooling and that child reaches 95% great but focus on the kid who everybody gave up on who hmm. was about to fail and yet the teachers worked hard and the school worked hard and made that child grow from 45% to 65% that is worth celebrating it is the rate of progress it is the jump that the child child makes and all of this happens when the school the parent and the child work together in harmony it is a tripolar process all of them because the learning of the school cannot have unlearning cannot happen at home because the school has to work doubly hard the next day point so what happens is when a child goes to a tuition there are different children going to different tuition teachers and the teacher in the school has to battle all of equalize all of them every single day matlab ki gaane ka mastering kar diya phir wapas bheja usne drummer ne alag bheja apna mastering karke singer ne alag bheja mastering karke guitarist ne alag bheja now the sound engineer is sitting here again you guys have done this again i have to level everything that's the problem and nobody thanks the school or teacher enough for just Nurturing the potential of the child. Uska aptitude kya hai pehle dekho. You're expecting oranges from an apple tree, yar. <laughs> That that's a good one. But 
you know, I want to quickly touch upon what you said, right? Because I think, like, while there is that awareness that you know there is the role of the parent in the school, right? Huh. It's it's not that like I I would give like say our generation example, right? Where we were sent to school and the school is managing everything. The parents like, are yeah. you didn't learn? It's yeah. a school's fault. Yeah. Now yeah. there's that shift towards okay, we have to also be involved, right? And it's yeah. a it's not just like you, your wife, or your grandparents yeah, or whatever, yeah, the parents, yeah. but also the school together, sure. you're getting uh, involved. But there's always expectations, right? Of course. And how, how, like, and I'm just looking at your experience and how do you kind of manage uh, expectations? It's not going to be like always, you know, the highs, there are going to be the lows and the highs and you kind of balance yes, that out. It, so, it requires constant communication, constant counseling. It requires, so we don't give marks. We give grades. Hmm. We give them that your child is in, in between this range right now. Because hmm. that one number is not a definite assessment of your child's intelligence. It depends on so many factors. Uska state of mind, kaisa tha, uska state of body, kaisa tha us time pe. what were the questions that were prescribed? If, if the child had gotten five different questions from the same syllabus, maybe the child would have done better. Yeah. So give a range. It is an estimate estimation of the child's academic ability at that point of time. Right. So keep counseling parents. Expectations hain, but expectations ko manage bhi karna padta hai. based on what the child child's innate capability is. Yeah. If the child's capability is 60% in physics, to usse 90% expect mat karo. Try and find out ki wo child 90% kis mein la sakta hai. We, yeah. It's very easy to say tere ko isme 90% nahi aya. But child ko kabhi observe karke poocho, yaar, tere ko 90% kis mein aasakta hai, we will give you that facility. We will give you that exposure. And that's what the child wants. The children need more and more support today. They are lost. They are all the more lost and confused today because it is a problem of plenty. There are so many options. There are so much exposure, so much information. They are confused. They don't know which way to go. And then there is everybody beating down on them because annually you will have everyone declaring on Instagram ki mere itne marks hai. And then your parents are like, yaar, your parents are happy about your 95 until your neighbor gets 96. So, and I'm not saying all parents are like this, but we are a bustling, growing, competitive country and a competitive world. And that competition is easiest to thrust down on children. Because they can't fight back. But you know, Anuj, this whole first culture, and you're absolutely yeah. right, in India, everyone uh, first come Obviously. And you can see it on the street, where you're sitting on the signal. When you know that this car is here, but I have to go ahead of the car, but I have to signal it, brother. No, but I have to go ahead So you see that then and there. That's why the whole cutting of the line also happens so, like, yeah. You know, it's not, sometimes you don't even think. You just cut the yeah. line and you, you just hope nobody's going to tell you. Today, people are raising the voice. Hey, chal, right? So, I think Correct. the culture is happening from the streets and upwards. We have to bring in patience as a way of life. Very true. We're not patient anymore. We're getting more and more aggressive. We are getting, there's a grab mentality happening. And this has nothing to do with education. This has everything to do with the way of life that we have. We are on survival mode every day, no matter what class of society you come from, no matter what financial demographic you come from, we are all surviving. We talk about, I have this, I have a problem and, and I'll tell you, I used to say this also, follow your dreams. By India, may what follow your dreams right now? Pehle rent pe, rent, rent pay karna hai pehle. Gaadi mein you have to make sure your water and electricity is running non-stop. You have to make sure that if you are out of a job, do you get unemployment benefit from, from your government because you're paying taxes? Because we are a socialist country and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying we our fundamentals have to be clear when we can say follow your dreams. It's great for Americans to say that because you have 24-hour electricity. 
यू हैव योर बेसिक्स ऑफ लाइफ टेकन केयर ऑफ उसके ऊपर यू फॉलो योर ड्रीम दान चतुर्वेदी ने बोला था ना इनका जहाँ पे ड्रीम खत्म होता है हमारा वहां से स्ट्रगल शुरू होता है हम फॉलो योर ड्रीम्स इंस्टाग्राम पे 90 सेकंड रील डाल के पूरे यू नो यूरोपियन अमेरिकन इन्फ्लुएंसर्स को फॉलो करते हैं लाइक वेयर इज माय ड्रीम एंड आई लाइक डू रेंट पे कर पहले जीएसटी लग रहा है सब्जी पे यू नो इट्स जस्ट अ रियलिटी चेक एंड गिव दैट रियलिटी चेक टू चिल्ड्रन गिव देम फाइनेंशियल लिटरेसीज अ क्वेश्चन हाउ मेनी ऑफ आर ऑफ ऑफ अज we knew the designation that our parents held at their work we didn't know what their work entailed we didn't know how much they got paid we didn't know how they struggled to keep the family together and do vacations and do gifts at weddings and keep a hisab of which relative gave how much money at our family function so that we would give back the same thing to them we don't know how they did that in their limited salary if today's children were made aware at a younger age of the financial reality of a family they would be better equipped to manage their responsibilities and their dreams and build towards their own goals and future with a much more clarified sense of self thank you we don't we, we don't have honest conversations in our homes at all it's not an indian way of saying bacche ko thodi bolenge hum kitna paisa la rahe bacche ko bolo use pata chalna chahiye because later jab uske hath mein 500 rupees rahenge and he will want to figure out what to spend it on they will be able and i believe that children who come from families with extreme hardships of having to lose a parent or parents who don't have enough wages or whatever they end up being more financially responsible for themselves and the people around them yeah. and it is this privilege of not knowing what your parents are earning that keeps us very soft ki ha i just want to go to the us 20 lakh ka kharcha hai saal kahan se karega bhai so life skills financial financial literacy communication skills problem solving critical thinking you know self assessment having an attitude to be a part of the solution and not part of the problem these life skills are what need to be taught in school and then academics yaar baki sab ho jayega you teach the child to look for a solution and he will not be scared of the question that comes in the exam paper it's an attitude and i love just kind of what you said right because it kind of resonates with exactly what nader and i keep talking about right and i think there's multiple studies to back up what you are saying yeah. in terms of just like people at least from a younger age that know yeah. uh financial literacy are far more aware and will definitely as teenagers i mean i yeah. from what i remember well nader correct me when we did the episode in the start of the year with uh, sunira when they did the book it was you start as young as 7 and yeah, that's yeah. the ideal uh, wow. age uh, that we're looking at right but so while at the age of 7 sorry they are they should be taught all of this along with social awareness kindness empathy um, you know patience and compassion towards one another they are being thrust into coding and pre iit <laughs> which which is a great segue to what i want to kind of wrap up with right i mean like at, at this point just to come to a kind of full circle where we talked about your journey uh yeah. with uh, schools and the various things that you've done but what while it may seem that you know we're still trying to figure out or parents schools are in different pages one thing yeah. that i think both have in common is just trying to figure out what careers right i mean i remember there was a career counselor in our school and it was exactly the same thing you said like you do either uh arts science or commerce and beyond yeah. that you didn't know right like we weren't yeah. aware there's something as a chartered accountant or i had no idea back then when i was in school that there was even a subject like i mean there was something that you could study marketing or advertising it's only yeah. much later i yeah. figured that out right yeah but today's generation have complete different requirements i mean if you talk Correct. to a 12 or 13 year old today they want to be a youtuber they don't want to even study engineering and all of that yeah. so yeah. as a school and that's what i want to kind of come to something is how do you manage like career counseling with young students who want to be a youtuber or a content mm. creator for that mm. matter mm. right how do you kind of deal so, with that we are uh, especially during the covid 
you know the pandemic we had a lot of insight into how students awareness uh, had grown because teachers struggled to keep up with their ability to search for information on the internet and teachers had to pivot all of a sudden overnight we had to pivot and you know get on to online where kids had already figured out where um, you know in on mass private jet was flying next <laughs> and uh, what's happened that insight has given us a lot of uh, information about why they choose certain they saying youtube right now because it is the hip and happening thing because they look at it as the easiest thing to do my camera on karega main baat karega mere ko views aayega fir mere ko brand collaborations aayega main ghar pe baithe baithe paisa banayega it's distilled down and it it's not a bad thing at all there are people doing it but do you know all sides of the equation before you decide this is what you want to do so what we are trying to do we've started introducing career counseling programs in which we bring in subject experts from various walks of life who not just talk about the ways to get into that particular profession or the industry but they also talk about the benefits and the cons and the hard work that goes into it the dark yeah. side of it uh, the fact that you know you as let's say you're an airline pilot for instance hmm. there is no sleep cycle that you can adhere to you can't say mere ko 11 baje raat ko neend aata hai and i wake <laughs> up at 7 because when you're on the cockpit there ko neend nahi aane ka you have to be awake right so yeah. it takes a toll on your body right you're waking up in a different place every day you're battling um, you're battling a high stress scenario in the cockpit planes don't run on autopilot right so because you have g force on your body you have exposure to the sun through the cockpit you have to take care of yourself physically mentally because in the event of a smallest incident that might threaten the safety you are responsible for 250 400 souls on your aircraft right so to have the mental fortitude to deal with that so it's not just my pilot banega and i will have a high salary it is understanding what the dark side of the profession also is and do you have the emotional and the physical uh, capability of dealing with the hardship that goes into it so as a youtube as a youtuber the amount of mental health um uh, implications that being a content creator has on you the stress that a person goes through ki i have to look at life as content 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 i have to record everything edit everything and then dealing with the fact that maine itna ghanta laga ke video banaya lekin likes nahi aaya now what do i do <laughs> is my life worth it do i have any sense of self at all am i good am i good at what i do how do you deal with uh the hardships and the benefits so emotional intelligence all of that so we're starting career counseling sessions with this idea and also technology because uh technology is not going to replace workers as navel said navel ravikant said this he said technology does not replace workers workers who use technology replace workers who don't right yeah. so let's not just blame it on technology are you intelligent enough to handle technology uh, just using social media doesn't mean you're good at tech so we, we we're trying to create avenues for them to bring in tech like like a simple thing like a class 8 or a 9 kid um, is talking about how our newsletter is digital so you know when we have multimedia coming into newsletter at a very small scale they are trying to figure how best to present the content that i want to present so they creating news bulletins they creating they shooting stuff they putting you uh, um, they they spoke about putting memes in the newsletter which relate to the school so i we we, we we're letting them speak rather than telling them what to do we open the newsletter committee meeting and we say what do you want to do and they come up with ideas and you try because school is the time when you can experiment you can fail you can trial error you can do all of that you can't do that later so we tell them to experiment all they can go for it as much as our infrastructure allows as you know in in the limitations also that we have we are not an international uh, school but whatever we can offer we're doing so that you go and explore let loose don't be afraid of falling down what's the worst that will happen this thing doesn't work for you try something else it's okay but that, that attitude is important more than what they are doing it is how they are looking at it that it's okay nahi hua na koi baat nahi chal next dekhte hain this will when they're 30 when they're 40 and in the job they're going through high stress scenarios they will know how to deal with 
सेटबैक्स और और थिंग्स नॉट वर्किंग आउट सो ये सारी चीजें हैं थिंकिंग अलाउड रैमलिंग ऑन टू यू बट दिस इज वॉट हैपनिंग राइट नाउ वे स्लोली स्कूल जस्ट रीओपन ऑफ द पैंडमिक सो वी ट्राइंग टू इम्प्लीमेंट अलाउड दीज बट कीप द फंडामेंटल्स लाइफ एक्सपीरियंशियल लर्निंग मोटोर स्किल्स सोशल डेवलपमेंट इमोशनल डेवलपमेंट फाइंडिंग जॉय इन थिंग्स दैट यू डू एंड फाइंडिंग थिंग्स दैट ब्रिंग यू जॉय द टू वेरी डिफरेंट थिंग्स सो ऑल ऑफ दीज फंडामेंटल्स एज लॉन्ग एज दे आर स्ट्रॉन्ग एवरीथिंग एल्स इज जस्ट एन एप्लीकेशन बिकॉज एट द एंड ऑफ द डे इट इज योर इनेट ह्यूमैनिटी एंड योर इमोशनल बिल्डअप दैट विल टेक यू थ्रू लाइफ नॉट जस्ट योर मार्क्स और हाउ मनी फॉर्मुले योर इक्वेशन यू नो Thanks for attending my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was just interrupt. No, just that entire section we'll put up, and it's like next next thing Anuj goes viral for. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Sorry, I had to. There, I up. think there there are so many things that you've mentioned that can easily go up as uh, either thirty second reels, sixty second reels, ninety second reels. Please tag me. <laughs> <laughs> no but, but just let kids talk let them express let them question you and and you'll see wonders they just need to be heard kid wants kids want to be heard they want to be understood and they're not being understood today all the more that is such an important note to end on because i think all of us as kids we were told not to question things and this yeah. generation of parents have sort of changed that and they're like yeah. question things yeah. ask ask yeah. kya chahiye bol bata kya chahiye we'll help you out right can i also so, tell you one post note if i may my dad always tells this everybody wants a great teacher for their child nobody tells their child to grow up and become a teacher and that's the biggest problem that we face we don't tell our kids to become teachers because we don't pay our teachers enough yep not neither and i know the pain uh, yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we need that. kids to want to become teachers full time part time doesn't matter but we need kids to grow up and want to pass it on so it's another thing that we're trying to create but yeah that you know one one of the thing about getting podcasters on the podcast is that we can do multiple episodes and uh, oh yeah yeah i oh, yeah. i definitely enjoyed this chat <laughs> and i'm sure all our listeners did thanks so much i mean it's it's refreshing and just to kind of reinforces kind of what nadir and i mm. keep mm. talking about on the podcast i mean i have to be honest right after finance education is our second favorite topic or oh, i think it's almost <laughs> the yeah, yeah. same amount yeah. of episodes we are always looking at pegs to kind of talk about education and yeah. uh, you know we we keep we keep meeting people like you who can really deep dive and give us a thorough nice. thorough understanding so thank you so no, much thank you i it's it's one podcast i never imagined i would be featuring on <laughs> but you know happy happy to be in the pod with you guys <laughs> in fact it's one of those rare moments where we've actually got a non parent to talk mm-hmm. about schooling education and 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 sort of getting into the parenting stuff which is which is just fantastic because you come with a whole different set of perspective so we are so glad to listen to that thank you thank you i'm a, i'm a parent to the child inside me so So for all of you who are still tuned in to the podcast, uh you know how to reach us if you've reached this part of the podcast. Uh as always, you can check us out uh Pops in a Pod just search anywhere on social media and I think in the top 10 search results you'll find us at least. Or you can just email us on popsinapod@gmail.com and do check out uh the schools that uh, anuj runs one is uh, sherwood and the other one is uh, health jacobs it's in 50 kilometers away from uh, from hyderabad and one is in the yeah. city uh, yeah. pretty cool schools so yeah if you guys are around people from hyderabad the andar telangana check it out sherwoodeducation.com just go there thank you for the plug <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's a wrap for this episode and we'll see you guys next week bye